Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. This is our first show of 2023, so happy new year to everyone. You are joined by me, Graham Bailey. You can get me at Graham Bailey on Twitter. And also Craig Honeyman. You can get him, Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? All the very best for the new year. Happy new year, Graham. Uh, yeah, I'm great. Uh, thank you very much. Um, looking forward to FA Cup weekend and uh, really enjoying the new year football. Yeah, so we missed our last last show, unfortunately. Apologies for that. COVID took me down, so I was unable to make our um, New Year's Eve show. But we're back strong now, 2023. The transfer window is open, so we're going to spend a little bit of time looking at the Premier League transfer window, what might be coming up for the teams involved at the top and the bottom. Uh, yeah, so we'll do that. And then we've, we've got, as Craig said, we've got FA Cup third round weekend, a wonderful weekend of footballing season. We've also got some action in League One and Two, which we'll preview as always. So, Craig, the transfer window is open now. We haven't seen too much business. One deal we've seen is, is Liverpool. Let's we can talk about Liverpool first. Cody Gakpo has come in. They've beat, um, stuck under the radar, um, got him ahead of Manchester United. Liverpool currently in sixth. Um, we said this on the show before, Craig. I think the battle for the top top four is going to be sensational. I think that's yep. the thing we're all going to be talking Yeah, I think the title race will, will be a good one still, but I think this battle for the top four will be sensational. I think it's something that the Sky Sports, BT, everyone's going to be licking the lips. It's going to be wonderful. Liverpool currently in sixth place. They brought in Cody Gakpo. They, they lost to Brentford last time out. They've still got work to do in that midfield, as, as we know, Craig, and defensive lost Virgil van Dijk. Do you think Liverpool will try and bring in... They won't be able to solve all the midfield issues in this January, Craig, and we know Naby Keita's possibly even on a Bosman, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, although both of those have been involved. What do you think... Look, we know what Liverpool need, don't we, from the outside, but what do you think they'll do? They've got Gakpo in, which I think is a good signing. Yeah. What What do you think they need to do? It's more of a showing things up till the summer, isn't it? But what do you think they really need to do in, in January? I think they might be influenced by the Virgil van Dijk injury, Graham. Um, let's be very honest, he hasn't looked himself really this season at all um, for Liverpool. I, I suggested to you, to you on the pod previously, I thought he was playing within himself um, before the World Cup so that he didn't get injured. Looks like he has been carrying an injury for what looks some time, really, Graham. Um, he's 31 now. Um and look, he shouldn't be slowing down. Uh, he he should play at this he's level. Got a with a hamstring injury, hasn't he? It's a yeah, hamstring injury, which Liverpool are quite worried about by the sounds of it. Yeah, it 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 does, Graham. Um, I think they might go into the market for another central defender. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest there issue. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. The, there's a story around as well. I've done a story. There's a story this morning actually where um they are, they've inquired about Milan Skriniar, the intercent half, who which is yeah. a surprise. So they're waiting for him anyway. He's going to be a Bosman. But yeah, this could kick a few things off because the centre half probably wasn't at the top of their agenda. I think you're no. right, Craig. But so, but a midfield defender, um, which <laughs> they got Arthur in on loan, so they're probably looking for loans in for them in terms of finance. But they're probably not going to be able to fill the gaps they've got with pure loan players, are they? Graham, I I think Liverpool need major surgery. I I've not seen a, a drop off from a team that was arguably world-class, world-class team, uh, sensational football team to what look a little bit average. Um, well, they're, up there, they're up there with favouritism, Craig. They're one of the favourites for the Premier League. I, I, I literally, um, I can't remember who, whether you, I, I tossed a coin for the winners, whether it would be Liverpool or City. And when yeah. I did that, nobody bad night. It was either City or Liverpool, everyone was looking. Yep. Yep. As you say, that, um, they are... Now we're talking about Liverpool. We're not talking about title contenders. We're talking, as as I said there, we're talking about battling just to get in the top four. Yeah, that's and that is a huge drop off from where they were last season. As you're right. I oh, mean, to- totally, totally agree. I think we spoke on the pod pre-season, Grim, um, and 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 I suggested uh, that losing Sadio Mane would affect how they play massively in terms of how they they press, um, which it has. And also the the injury to Firmino has impacted the midfield because those two guys did so much work to help those midfield players uh, and on the transition from uh, defence to attack, um, which gives Salah a bit of a free pass to be the goal scorer. And if you look, Salah's goal scoring return this season without uh, Mane has dropped significantly. The midfield players' performance levels have dropped significantly. Um, you know, they've got there are a few a few 
highlights. Harvey Elliott uh, being being one of them. Sean flashes. Um, but you, you're right, Naby. He, he struggled at that last game as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, K- Kater, K- the, the worry is that and Oxford Chamberlain were probably two of the better players against Brentford. Yeah. And, and them to, that, and both of them are not seemingly in Liverpool's plans. Where that's, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but you can see where they really are using the outer reaches of the squad now. Oh, the, Grimm, no doubt. I, I, like I said to you, mate, I, I think Liverpool in the summer need major surgery. That that midfield needs a complete overhaul. Um, listen, maybe maybe what they could do is bring a midfield player in now um, and move Fabinho back to centre-half as they've mm. done in, in previous times. Um, and look, they're paying a lot mm. of money for Konyati. He's got to come to the to the to the party now and and be them one the the one player I will give a shout out to Graham is is young Bobby Clark obviously they've got uh, Ben Dork as well um, <clears throat> these two guys are only seventeen years of age and and of the future but they need those twenty two to twenty six year olds to come in now in the midfield and run the show. Yeah, he needs like Curtis Jones to step up now, don't they? Give him yeah. a big new contract. He needs to. It's all about how um, people like me singing his praises for his. Um, obvious talent, but he has to show it on the pitch, and so we'll see where they go. Liverpool, yeah, it's a real battle. We've got um around the top six as well. We've got um like the United, who we just spoke about there, Craig. Um, obviously there was the Cody Gakpo situation, which they missed out on. Um, we're looking at a few others, Mohamed Kudos, the former expert. Not really surprised that he would look at him, and and the thing, I, this Gakpo situation, Craig, where you know they missed out on him, etc. And, and, and it is what it is. Now, I know a lot of United fans say, oh, he's not what we needed, etc. And, and all this and that. But United fans need to realise, Eric Ten Hag wanted Gagpo. He yeah. used to jump to his choice. And, I, and, and, and whether me or you think, oh, he wouldn't fit in and whatever, Eric Ten Hag wanted Gagpo. So, you know, I think United have dropped a bit of a ball here, Craig, because whether he was the right signing or not, if Eric Ten Hag wanted the player and he was there available, it was a huge, in today's modern market, Craig, it wasn't a lot of money for, for any Premier League team. If if Eric Ten Hag wants to play, go and get him. You've got to trust him. He's done a he's done a very good job so far, Ten Hag. Yeah. He warrants being trusted in the market now. And and yeah, I I, I think Graham, I, Graham, to put that to put that into perspective for you, Graham. To put that into perspective for you. Brentford, Brighton, and Fulham have all scored more goals this season in the Premier League than Manchester United. So of mm-hmm. course, of course they needed an attacking player. Um Gakpo, we both like. Um we know he can play a number of positions. He can play the 10. He can play wide on the left. He can play wide on the right. I think he's going to end up being a centre-forward, Graham. That's where I think he'll make his uh, his living. Ten, and, and, and I do wonder, Craig, whether Ten Hag felt the same thing. I, I, I do. I genuinely do. And and the thing as well, Craig, I think United have to be very wary about. That one signing, obviously we talked about Liverpool. Gakpo could, could in, in last day of the season, he could be the difference between Liverpool and United in top four. He could, he, could he, genu- he genuinely could. I mean, we're, we're we're reading and we understand there's a lot of interest from the Premier League in João Felix, um, and, and Manchester United right at the the front of the queue for for that deal. However, the the amount of money that's being talked about for a loan fee for five months, talking about fifteen million euros. Now, surely nobody's going to pay that, Graham. No, no. Um, it's uh, no the law. The thing is. Athletic, they're not desperate to get him out, and, and no. they're either saying you either, you either pay a big loan with an obligation, which frightens teams, or you get him on loan and there's no clause whatsoever. So if he comes in, scores 15 goals, you're not keeping him. Yeah. And it's very clever from Athletic, or you know, but why, why should they loan him out uh, with a preferential deal? The Premier League clubs are used to getting their way. Um, and as we'll we'll move on to Chelsea in a minute, it's, it's not always the case. Um, but no, great, United, great. what 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 do they need? What do they need, and what do you think they'll do, Craig? United. Oh, United need a goal. United need a goal scorer, Graham. They need a they need a centre forward. They need a striker. Uh, that that's what that's what they need. Without without a doubt, they need they need to add more goals to the team. Um, Anthony's still finding his feet in English football. Hasn't hit the ground running really. Hasn't scored enough goals. Um, Martial flatter to deceive, although his talent is unquestionable. Uh, Rashford has, has has come back from the World Cup like a different player. He looks he looks on on fire. Um, but I still think they need a they need a striker. 
yeah, obviously it's the, the the work that's been done on Marcus Frost was excellent. Steve McLaren playing a big part in that, and obviously then it time to a new deal. Um, Jack Butland's going there as number two, which isn't big news particularly, but there's a few things here for United to start. I like to hear his contract. Um, does he take reduced wages on a long term deal, or do they let him go on a free? No matter what happens with the hair, we're told it'll be on good terms, which is a good thing. I think United have learned a lesson. Yeah, great listen. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and others on him. I read this week that it looks like he is going to sign a new deal, Graham. Um, so that that must be on reduced terms. So we'll keep our eyes on that. Yeah, and if he does that, I said the one thing they're not going to do is just take up his option and make him stay, which I think is a good thing. You know, whatever it's going to be on, the both agree to it, which is a good thing. You know, it's either it's going to be it's going to be amicable, which which is what they need to do. Um, let's look at Tottenham now, Craig and. A lot of these teams, there's so much going on behind the scenes, Craig. It's, yeah. You would think we're talking about fourth, fifth, and sixth, but off the field, it's not all it's not all happy families, is it? And no. Tottenham, Craig, where you know, there's this Anto- it's the Antonio Conte contract, which is a dark cloud hanging over this club at the moment. It is. He's he's refusing to talk about it. He's literally refusing to talk to Daniel Levy about it. Now, if I if I'm Daniel Levy, we know we know he wants two or three players. We know he wants a right back. We know he wants a forward, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if you're Antonio Conte demanding that, which is fair enough, but then if you're Levy, are you thinking, Craig? Well, yeah, I know we need these players, but am I going to sign these Antonio Conte players if he's not in here in June to coach them? And it's it's such a complicated situation, and and Conte needs to realise that. It, and I think he does. His situation is causing this. Like, what do Tottenham do? Do they go all in with Conte and he leaves in the summer? Because everyone needs to realize he, he he's literally out of contract in the summer. Craig, this is Tottenham's manager out of contract in the summer. It's 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 a, a situation we very rarely see in the Premier League. But and and, and I personally, I don't see Conte continuing. Craig, I don't know what your personal opinion on him is, but oh. it's it's such a complicated situation for Tottenham, this Craig. And they've got Harry Kane's future. He hasn't signed his new deal yet. They've got buying. There's a lot going on at Tottenham. There really is. Yeah, on on on, on both things, Craig. I, th- I think Tottenham do need to invest in this in this January transfer window. Um, I believe they need a creative midfield player, someone that can, mm-hmm. that can yeah. pull the strings, that can that can put slide rule passes through, um, that can create chances out of out of nothing. I think, or, or it, maybe maybe allow Bentecourt to go a bit high with the pitch, Craig. Listen, Bent Bentecourt. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. I think they need he a specialist. Very deep, I suppose. He? He, he very does. Deep, I, he? I'd like to see it. Listen, I'd like to see him a bit further forward. But I think they need a specialist, pass master in in, in the. Um, they've been linked with our friend Blinkovic Savic, uh, who I think would be excellent there, uh, working with with Antonio Conte. <laughs> yeah. um, but that would be a very expensive deal for, and his age profile doesn't fit with what they've done historically. So. Maybe that, that that doesn't fit with Tottenham Hotspur. Um, look, they, I watched them de- demolish Crystal Palace in midweek, Graham, and that really I, there's that old football cliche of a game of two halves. That really was a game of two halves. The first half was atrocious, really bad. Um, set- Tottenham do they've almost done it every game this season. Yes. Where it's always a, a game of two halves. Tottenham are the strangest team where. In quite a lot of games this season, they're they're awful, but they're the second half for doing it, and yeah. that's happening a lot for them. It is. I mean, the, the only difference this one game is they, did, they didn't have to go behind before they they started to play. They actually no, no. just start just start to play in the second half. But I take your point. It's almost like they need to go behind and then in the second half have a comeback and win. Um, but I said Palace could have scored a couple of goals in that game and probably should have done. But Harry Kane was was on fire in the second. Anonymous in the first half, Graham, albeit with zero service, but on fire in the second half. I think mm. get a creative midfield player in there and, and they challenge top top four for me. And they've got Richardson to come back as well. Exactly, he was one of the stars, stars of the World Cup. Interesting enough, and yeah, to keep down Tottenham, it's going to be fascinating off the field. You know, there's still links to Pochettino coming back. There's a lot, awful lot happening there. Uh, Man City in second place, the defending champions. Doesn't look like they'll be doing too much, Craig, other than maybe chatting with Land Jude Bellingham, which is obviously quite a few clubs. But in this January. Doesn't look as if City will be doing much in in January, but we've we've seen him. I'm delighted delight he's bringing Rico Lewis on T- to win the Premier League. I don't think he needs to do enough, maybe in Europe, but um, I don't see City doing anything this January, Craig. Do you? Maybe Greg, I, t- I tell you why I'm saying maybe the one thing that this team lacks is pace. You know, since since Sterling's left. They've got no real electric pace on the transition. Yes, they're lovely to watch. Yes, they pass for fun. But sometimes pace kills teams. 
um, and and they're lacking. They are genuinely lacking pace. Uh, we saw last night a very, very pedestrian performance from Phil Ford, and his form is really worrying, Graham. Really worrying. Um, he's missed six games in a row for Pep Guardiola, and brought him back in and hooked in the second half. He was he was he was poor. Uh, Mares came on and and scored the goal. Greedish got the assist. But they're all very much of much. The, the players are all very similar. Um, and you know, I think we saw Erling Haaland for the first time. So they get a little bit frustrated, Graham, because he is he is being caught to be just a box player. But in the first twenty minutes of that game, he hadn't touched the ball. And you just think with someone with pace going down either as a as a as an attacking fullback um, or an out now. Yeah, obviously Kyle Walker's not Kyle Walker's not available at the minute, is he? And, and, <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's that, that Cancelo. You're right, that Cancelo Walker thing when they're not there, they do yeah, miss. But, him. but he played Kyle Walker more as a centre back last night. It, it was it's such yeah. a strange way he played. That's what I mean. So he was he wasn't available on that side. Then Lewis I mean, came in. Exactly, he, he was a good player, but he was he was barely playing at fullback, was he? No, mate. He, but he started with Cancelo on the on the right wing, and I'm like, what what am I watching here? It was so weird. It was like it was a, a four a four at the back out of possession and a three at the back in possession. But it just didn't work, and then the changes. He, do, he does. Pep's doing that a bit this year, hasn't he? Where he's, yeah, he, he, he's almost he's almost outguessing himself at times. Like last night, remember the, the Champions League final against Spurs? Sorry, against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Against Chelsea, excuse me. That would that that's what I saw last night again. I just saw changes for the sake of change that didn't really fit with the team. And a lot of players didn't seem comfortable with it, and I think Pep's a genius. But I just looked at that game and thought. No, I thought they need pace, Grim. They need they they can bring in some electric pace into their into their squad. I think they win the Premier League. Yeah, and obviously, well, well we've seen Craig, haven't we? The links to to um, Bakayo Saka, which obviously that fits very much in with your thinking as does. well. Yeah, uh, very similar. As I say, you you and Pep always think very alike. So there you go. Um, Newcastle, Craig, we're on to them. Uh, third place at the moment, and wonderfully well with the squad. And and I hope the owners realise that Eddie Howe is overachieving with this squad. At the minute, because he is massively, yes. Um, but unfortunately, when you work success breeds expectation, and um, the, he's almost doing too well at the minute, Eddie Howe. He really is. But this month, um, they're looking at right backs, look to Fresneda, Valadez, and this. The, the, they obviously want this, um, the main ones are another forward, um, to play either side, and and this. A bit similar to um, Tottenham, Craig. I think Newcastle want this other player to to, to have that ability to unlock defenses. I thought you after that first game of the season against Forest, Craig, when you know they had Almiron and Sam Maximum, and they couldn't break Forest down. It took a thirty-yarder from Fabian Schär to unlock yeah. them. And there's been a few instances of Newcastle this season where they need that that number ten to be in there next to Joe Linton and and Bruno. Who who were not those players to unlock defenders necessarily, but and that and that's where this the, the links you can see some some teams when they link to a player, Craig, it doesn't make any sense. Sometimes a player it makes all the sense in the world, and James Madison in Newcastle makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, I I think Newcastle need to upgrade the midfield. Also, listen, just to go back, Graham, and 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 I hold my hands up massively to this. When Eddie Howe went in there, not because Eddie Howe was a bad coach or a bad manager, I questioned that appointment because of the battle and the predicament that Newcastle found themselves in, in terms of the in a relegation battle. Eddie had been in one previously and had been relegated with Bournemouth, playing fantastic football, by the way. Um, probably overplaying at times, I would suggest. He's gone into Newcastle. Defensively, they are unbelievable. I watched them play against Arsenal and their out-of-possession shape was just phenomenal. Um, I I think James Madison fits them um, like a hand fits a glove, Graham. I I really do. It's it's, it's what they need. I can see that happening. I could see Tielemans going to Newcastle also, Graham, and fitting, complementing their midfield. Um, And I also think that they need a a striker, uh, someone that's going to be... Not just a goal scorer, but someone that leads the line. Of, of almost a mixture of Wilson and Wood, if you like, Graham, because they are playing the one up front. Um, and in doing so, you, you need one that does everything. Um, <laughs> and the one the one that springs to mind for me, Graham, is it's one of well, you, you've got two, both of the uh, are former Newcastle players, um, Mitrovic and Ivan Tony. Yeah, I don't, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. There would be a deal there, but I, yeah, can't see it. I think Marcus Turam's obviously a player of interest. He could be interesting yeah. at, the, at the fee he's with. Um, Mitro, yeah, and you know, Mitro, um, he will have a lot of people um, on his show because if we switch to Fulham in seventh, Craig, um, trying to do a few things. I'd probably be Cedric in from Arsenal, Dakuri at Everton, they'd like to bring back. Michael Silver's worked with him before. Um, and Fulham, yeah, doing wonderful. Just, we talk about anyhow, Marco Silva, what a job he's doing at Fulham, oh, seventh place at the minute. I know, um, and the deserve it at Brighton. Um, the one in the top who we do need to talk about is 10th place Chelsea, Craig. Oh. Um, it, it's, re- it's really, really poor. And and I know we don't like to talk, speak about anything, any play, any managers losing a job in sort of lower league. Blink, blink, we can't keep up with the amount of managers who've lost their jobs lower league, Craig, at the minute. Graham Potter and Chelsea, we know he signed a six-year deal, he's got staff, etc. If if they finish 10th, Craig, or even lower, and and I, I can see, I don't know whether you agree, I can see them making another change. Could you see that? Obviously, we hope that things improve for Graham Potter and Chelsea don't, but Chelsea in 10th or lower is just inexplainable to me. The amount of money that they've spent, uh, and, and what we're saying, look, Graham, the, the the game last night, um, I, I'm sat there and I'm watching it, uh, uh, and I thought Chelsea started reasonably well. Uh, they, they they created some some chances. Obviously, they they lost um, lost two players early on in in Pulisic and Raheem Sterling, which is obviously a a, a body blow. But the reality was, Lewis Hall when he came on was their best player. You know, and you're looking at a, a left back that's come through the system. How much did they pay Graham um, for Cucurella? Yeah, six. I saw. I don't know what I was. Um, I was because I was looking up um, bits on Caicedo this morning. Sixty-two million. Graham, I, I, I watched him last night. And I'm looking at a player that just didn't want to defend. He he, he, I, he couldn't defend. Didn't want. To, we we criticised Trent Alexander Arnold. Uh, and and lots of people do for it is is lack of defensive acumen, but I'm I'm looking at this guy who's been bought in as an expert left back, and I think sometimes players can can shine at a, a lesser light of a club, and then go to a big club where the pressure's on to win every week. And I, I will suggest the same for Graham Potter as well. Uh, Graham, we recall last year they went ten games without a win. Mm. Right, ten games without a win at Chelsea. Yeah, you're, you're always on that, to be honest. You're always yeah, picking it. Uh, yeah. You're always on with that. So, so to the to the question, go, Craig. Do you think it's inconceivable that Chelsea make a change if it stays as it is? Because I don't. No, I, I think the re- the reality is, look, they, they've got a tough FA Cup game at City away at the weekend. I think City beat them. They then play Fulham away, Graham. Oh, here's West London derby. Oh, the Kings Road, the Kings Road derby, isn't it? Kings, yeah, yeah, and, and look, it. it and Fulham are, Fulham are an incredibly wealthy club, but if you compare them to Chelsea, they you know there is Craig. They, they need a number nine Chelsea. We know that, and they've been linked after Simon for the summer, etc., and Raphael yeah. out for the summer. Yeah. Um, and I've I've got Fulham friends. I've joked about this. Is that if I was Chelsea, I'd just go and get Metro. Hundred percent, Grim. Hundred percent. You get, you get, you get a potentially world. You get. He's not world class at the moment, but he could become world class very easily with a good Grim, manager. I, and I, it annoys you near neighbours massively. <laughs> Grim, I've I've said for such a long time. You you put you put Mitrovic in the Man City team and he gets forty goals. It's it's that you so by by a similar record you put him into the Chelsea team he will be a success. Put him into the Liverpool team he will be a success. He, he, he just people look at him and, and and people say what tell me what he can't do. He's not mobile. He's not. He knows where the back of the net is. He's strong as a bull. He can head it. He can score left foot, right foot. He can score inside the box, outside the box. He Mitrovic is one of the best strikers in the Premier League for me, Grim. As you as you know, I fully massive. They agree with that, as you know. Um, I think I think uh, Fulham have got a uh, Fulham are going to have to do. They'll be doing very well to hold on to Mitrovic and possibly Paulinho as well. Who, from my understanding, Craig, I know we see a lot. We've seen New- Matthias Nunes look to Liverpool recently and stuff. Uh, from my understanding, Craig, a lot of these top Premier League clubs think uh, are enamoured by Paulinho. And from my yeah. eyes, against many Fulham fans, they 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 they, they to keep 
tell me to keep quiet, say shush. They think it's one of the best secrets in the Premier League that Paulinho is one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. I think their recruitment in the summer has been absolutely spot on. It, it, it's easy to say with hindsight after the event once players have settled, but they, they, I think they've learnt lessons from, from previous um, spends, Fulham. I think the recruitment's been good. I think they've backed the manager, which is good to see. Um, and they will stay in the Premier League this season. I have no doubt about it whatsoever. Uh, so the first time in a long time they've been promoted and they'll stay. And and it's great to see. It really is great to see. Listen, the uh, Chukawenka was was uh, was was excellent last night. Um, Lewis Hall when he came on green was brilliant. Um, and then one of one of our favourites, Conor Gallagher, uh, Graham as well. So it was actually the three subs that came on, young guys that were the better players for. For Chelsea, uh, Kovacic was good as well, Graham. I've got to say, but other than that, they they were really poor. Yeah. Um. So not to skip over this, Craig. Obviously, uh, I think teams who you think might do quite a lot, Craig, in the mid table. I think we've seen Brentford bring in Shade from uh, Freiburg, another very good acquisition from from Brentford. A clever signing him. He's got a lot of potential that boy, and I think Brentford will be looking at bringing another striker in. Obviously, we're still winning. Even Tony had his. First hearings this week, but we'll we'll keep you to on even Tony's situation and what Brentford are going to do. Yeah. Aston Villa are an interesting one, Craig. Yes. Um Danny Ings has been offered around, even if Villa might not have a public, he has been offered around to a few clubs and there is of interest. I, I think Villa are making gonna try and make not a huge not huge ways, but I think they're gonna try and make a few splashes here and back at Unai Emery in the yeah. in this January window, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Graham. And I, I, it looks like Cameron Arch is going on loan as well, doesn't it? Um, mm. So all indications to me is they're going to bring in a striker. Um, and, Which have needed to for last day, as we've been saying, well, last yes, months, Rick, to be fair. As, as we've said from the summer, really, Graham, haven't we? They, they need it was last January, wasn't it, Graham? What was yeah, that? even before yeah, they've need, yeah. they've need, it, It's not like because Watkins can play out wide, and we know that it's a, and Leon Bailey out wide. Like, I think Bailey and Watkins in the three, they've got two brilliant players, to, but it's that central central player they're lacking. Yeah, I to- totally agree. Totally agree. Um, we've got Pal- Le- Leicester. We expect to do Leicester. We expect, and we spoke about Madison there, Craig. Um, I think teams are going to try. I think Yuri Tielemans. Arsenal love him. Fully expect him to join him, in, but probably in the summer. Didn't Leicester keep Tillemans and Madison until the summer? I think they might lose one of them in this January, Graham. Um, I, I think Tillemans would be the sensible one to lose if they can get thirty million for him, twenty million. It's better than losing him for nothing. I don't think Leicester are in any danger whatsoever of being dragged into this relegation battle. The points would suggest otherwise, Graham. But I think they've got too much quality. I no, think yeah, yeah. I think they've got the best manager of any any team outside the top four. I think they've got an exceptional coach in Brendan Rodgers. Um, so look, I I don't think they'll be dragged in. So I think it will be sensible for them to to maybe sell Tielemans. He's not going to sign a new deal. It doesn't look like Graham, does it? No, he'd be the one, yeah, and and you know, and and obviously we know clubs can't approach players out of contract, but you know, Arsenal have loved him for a long time, and he, again, players who fit in, players we said Madison, Newcastle, I think Tillman to Arsenal would be outstanding. Yeah. Under, under. Uh, and so the rest of them we, we expect you know we're expecting a few deals some likes of Leeds Forest but all the teams down here are going to do bits teams at the, bottom, the, 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 the teams at the bottom need to trade more than the teams at the yeah. top Wolves have obviously brought um, Matthias uh, uh, Cunha Cunha in uh, uh, you know let's let's quickly talk about this bottom one I think they all need to do work course to do Craig I think Wolves will get themselves out. I think they've got Me too. they've got they've got the best manager in the bottom six by a country by an absolute country male. No disrespect to anyone else down there, but he is yep. he's a world class manager. Um, Joel and Lepetu, who obviously we're talking about, he'll get Wolves out of there. This I agree. and we talked about we talked about the top four battle, Greg. This battle at the at the wrong end. Um, let's quickly switch to this. And and the, do you think the January window will decide the bottom three, Craig? Do you think it's that yes. important. Yes, a great grim. I, I listen. I think Southampton and Bournemouth. I, I, look, I'm, I'm looking at the league table, Graham, and I, I think the the three teams that concede the the most goals in the league will be relegated. So on on current form, that would be. Do you remember who did you have at the start of the season? Do you remember Craig? Who did you have? I had Bournemouth, Forest, and did you have um, did you have the three promoted teams? No, I, I, I said Fulham would stay up. Oh uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I had Bournemouth, Forest. I don't think I had Southampton. You went for Everton, didn't you? Yeah, I had. I think I had. I think listeners can correct us. I think I had Everton, Southampton, and Bournemouth for my three. 
I think I think I might have thrown. I think I might have thrown Brighton or Brentford in there. How wrong was I? I, I think I, you might, I think I think you might have thrown Brighton in because you've always. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, they've changed managers since then, Craig. Fair to Pepe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they have changed managers since then. Uh, West and, and I tell you what, Craig. Um, again, we're not talking negativity in terms of Graham Potter, etc. Of this bottom, uh, if you take the bottom seven now, Craig. Yeah. Two. We we know Bournemouth have changed managers. Southampton. I still think, Craig, this is my take. Yeah. From the bottom seven, I think one, two, three, four. I think the bottom seven, before the end of the season, five of them could change manager. Yeah, me too. I, I, listen, I, we, 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 we know, Graham, don't we, the new Bournemouth owners wanted to bring in their own manager, um, but the results that Gary O'Neill got yeah, and they chose O'Neill. They chose him, didn't they? They chose him. Listen, Graham, they, they were almost forced into that with the results mm. that Gary O'Neill got. They, they, they wanted to bring in their own man, but they chose and stuck with Gary O'Neill. Um, they've conceded Marcus Tavernier recently. I've noticed their performances. Yeah, they've Marcus Tavernier. Graham, they've conceded thirty-nine goals. Yeah, they're going to be doing stuff for the Graham, with the new manager Bill Foley. Apologies if that's wrong. He was presented on the pitch. Um, and we've seen, we've seen obviously there's Jesse Marsh, there's Steve Cooper, under pressure, yeah. David Moyes, Frank Lampard, the petty who's come in. The interesting one, I, I, I don't know whether you've heard this, Craig, on the grapevine. I'm, I'm not sure that um, Nathan Jones sees out the season at Southampton. Remy, listen, Nathan Jones was a strange appointment at Southampton. Um, we did call by we, we and we both did call. We're not we're not wise in hindsight, no, are we? And and no. I'm saying I've I, I have heard that, Craig. I'm not making that up. I've heard it. Okay. I haven't Gra- read it yet, but I've heard it. Gra- Graham Jones did a phenomenal job, phenomenal job at Luton. Um, but Luton's a unique club, right? They they the, the fans are uh, really passionate. They've got an old school stadium where it's really close to the pitch and it's intimidating. It's, it, you know, it's unique. It's unique to him. He he fit in so well there and what he, what he brought to that club um, and had one of the lowest budgets in the league. Now going to Southampton, you're working with millionaires. The players are all, every one of those players is a, is a multi-millionaire grim. That's the reality. None, none of those players are at Luton or millionaires. No. Uh, and it's, it's a different way to manage. It's a different club. It's a different expectation. Um, it's a relatively big club, Southampton. They've got a good, strong fan base. They've been in the Premier League for a long time now. Um, and in my opinion, they've had one of the most understated managers in the league in Ralph Hasselhull, who we've we've really backed on, on our pod. Um, mm. Even where results weren't going well for him. You know, they took some batterings, but he always bounced back. And for me, the players were playing for, for him. Um, but the results at Southampton have been awful. There's been no... What's what's the opposite of a new manager bounce, Graham? Yeah, but, he's, he's dragged him down in third. So, yeah, since he took over, obviously, the defeat to Liverpool, Craig. But then they lost 3-1 at home to Brighton, 2-1 yeah. at Fulham, and that yeah. defeat to Forest in midweek. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I spoke about their my, next league matches, Craig. Southampton's next league match. Everton, Villa, Brentford. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah Ever- Everton away. Um, I, I, I genuinely think if they get a good turnover at Everton, I think they could make a change. I do. And, and you know, when you've got a people, and, 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 and you know, I know your good friend, even a Tony Pulis or a Sean Dyche, there's, there's managers out there who could keep Southampton up. I firmly believe that, Craig. Yeah, me too. Nathan, he's not one of them. He's not used to a relegation battle, and that's exactly what he's in. I, I, I do think Southampton need a red Adair to come in and save them. I, I really do. Yeah, think... if it's a Sam Allardyce or a Tony Pulis, yeah. and yeah. I know the fans would roll their eyes. Hey, it's a, it's a but then again, Craig, it's a Premier League football championship. Which one do you want? Graham, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. Um, and because, look, because, well, because as well, well, we both think Wolves are getting themselves out of this, Craig, isn't it? We do. So basically, it's we a bottom do. six, and I think that bottom six are going to get set. As, I think Leicester and Wolves will, will back away, as you Me said. Too. Palace, Palace, and Villa aren't getting dragged into no, this now. No, not. So we think Leicester and Wolves, and so you've got three. And so to be fair to to Southampton and Bournemouth, they they've given themselves loads of room to get. I think Bournemouth have got a really good. Bournemouth have probably got six more points than anyone thought. Would have at this stage anyway, so they're giving themselves a chance. They've given they're themselves a chance, Graham. Listen, that Bournemouth and, and Forest have got a, a, a minus 21 
goal difference, which is yeah. like, which at, at this stage of the season, it's like another. Yeah, you're right. You are. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like it's right. like it's like another point. Um, I, I think Bournemouth are going to go down. I think Southampton, unless they have a radical change, will go down. Uh, and then there's a, th- a third space available for one other. Um, who, I know who, if, you, if, you're there, if you're on the spot now, who do you think is getting that last spot? I'm going to be controversial here. I, I, I think Forest are going to stay up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think West Ham are staying up. Um, I think it's either Leeds or Everton. Yeah, West Ham are just... Even I think I think Moyes might lose his job or whatever, but they're just far too good to be in that position, aren't they? You got Skamaka yeah. and Paqueta. How on earth are you seventeenth in the league? It's really, it's almost ridiculous. But um, yeah, I think Leeds. Yeah, I I worry for Leeds and Everton. I do, Craig. I think um, it, it's a fa- it's going to be fascinating down the bottom, isn't it? So uh, we'll come back to that. we're going to as as more deals happen in the window. There's lots of deals going on here. Um, Southampton have brought in Mislav Osic, the Croatian. We'll go through some of these. Um, there's going to be a lot of deal. I think the bottom, bottom seven in this division are going to probably be busier than, not in terms of money spent, but in terms of the actual amount of players that come in, Craig, I think the bottom seven are going to be busier than the top seven, to be honest. Um, and that's not a real surprise in the Premier League, as we know. But yeah, no. there's some fascinating deals and we'll be grading as we go along and seeing what we're doing. Um, but that brings on to uh, the weekend's football, Craig. And yep. we are delighted to have the third round oh, of yes. it. And 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 yeah, and one thing before we start, and we said this, I would go through, but the, the, the picking of these games this weekend, and it's a bugbear we always have, Craig, on the show, and yeah. we had it in the first and second rounds. Some of these games that have been chosen are absolutely ridiculous. And the fact, and let, let uh, Bournemouth aren't on TV either, Craig. From no. what we're saying, but not on TV. An absolute scandal. The TV companies need to hang your heads in shame. <laughs> Bournemouth, not on telly, a home to a league side, absolutely disgraceful. And, and no excuse for it, but hey, um, that's our, it's always a bugbear. It's not going to change, Craig, is it? We do more about it every time, but it's not going to change. So third round, ah, I was on Saturday, but we have a Friday night game, don't we, Craig? Yep. And, and this is a, a nice and... Well, it's a strange one. I could see um, it, we get to stage only some teams play weakened teams, etc. Some don't. I think we'll probably Manchester United Everton. We're talking about here, Craig, on the Friday. Yeah. I think we'll probably we, we won't see strongest from teams on either side of the pitch. Understandably, for different reasons, United are going for top four. Everton have got bigger fish to fry than a cup run this year. I, 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 I think United are going to go strong here. You know. Yeah, I think of the two, yeah, I don't dispute that, Craig, because they've got, to be fair, Ten Hag is using all his squad at the minute, he's trying, um, they're playing really well. I'd probably say I don't think he needs to, Craig, because I think he'll win no matter what. Yeah. Um, not Spoiler alert, but yeah. Um, so in terms of this game, though, Craig, I think 3-0 United, I don't think Everton will be taking it that serious. I don't think it'll cost... I don't think defeat here would cost Frank his job. And um, he, I said he's got bigger fish to fry at the minute, Craig, really. 4-0 Manchester United, I think they'll put a strong team out. Um, yeah. I think I think the likes of Eriksen, uh, Anthony will be looking to get on the on the score sheet. Uh, we've seen Casemiro get on the score sheet a couple of times already this season. I think he'll be hungry for goals if he's involved. I think Marcus Rashford will want to play Graham with the form he's in. Um, I think United, you know, give him. Alexander might play. He might play a few. Names. I think he will. He's got a few, I think he so will. We'll, we'll we'll see. How, uh, yeah, but no problems. Neither is Four It won't be like facing Middlesbrough last year on a no. on, on a nighttime kickoff for them. Um, so third round. Um, please check the listings for these games. There's, there's games at host of games at twelve thirty three. Six and five thirty. So yeah, we'll go through them as as we go in um alphabetical order. FC Bournemouth, Burnley, three o'clock kickoff. Uh, it again, Gary on it. He probably will put a decent team out. I think here, Craig, because you know they, they keep up the get a bit of confidence to the team against a good Burnley team, best team in the championship by quite a considerable margin. Yeah. Um, I think this could be. Uh, I don't think either team will want it, but I can. It could be a draw here, one off. <laughs> I think I think I think Burnley are gonna play their squad players um and focus purely on the league and Bournemouth will win this two one. Blackpool like it's in in Forest um in at three o'clock at Bloomfield Road. Interestingly, a deal between these two teams, Craig. Josh Bowler's coming back to England and he's going back to Blackpool. Yeah. And he's going back to Blackpool, not because no one else wanted him, Craig, but Blackpool are literally the only club he could sign for. He's already yeah. played for Olympiacos on loan. 
He's already played for Blackpool this season. So even if Forrest wanted him back in their squad, he couldn't. He's only allowed to play for Blackpool. So Josh Ball will be going there, which we'll talk about later on, Craig, which could be a significant signing at the bottom of the championship, that one. Yeah. Um, there won't be a better signing around them than that this season. But Blackpool, Forrest, um, I think Forrest will... With that squad, with that squad, Greg, he's going to put up a, out a very good reserve team and still win two nil. Forest. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Um, three nil. Forest. Boreham Wood versus Accrington Stanley three o'clock kickoff. As we've already said, it's absolutely disgusting that Boreham should be on, on TV. TV. I think they do, um no, there's Dem and Chesterfield are the other non-league teams through or three three teams actually, and, and none of them on TV, Craig, which again is disgusting. Uh Bournemouth, Accrington. I think Bournemouth will get a chance in the fourth round, Craig. I think they'll beat Accrington 2 0 at home. 2 1 Bournemouth. 5 30 kickoff, Brentford, West Ham, London Derby here. Both these two teams, you know, West Ham I, I don't think West Ham will put a strong team out here, Craig. He, again, David Moyes has got bigger fish to fry, but can he do afford a defeat? Not really either. Um, interesting one. So I'm going to say Brentford 2-1. 2 nil Brentford. Another long league team here who aren't on TV. Chesterfield hosting West Brom. I, I don't know why this isn't on TV, Craig. It's, a, again, it's one of the best teams in the championship at the minute. It's a big, good, it's a big cracking game, this one. I really think it. Um, but I think West Brom are just playing so well at the minute. I'm going to say 2-1 West Brom, but it'll be a good game. 2-0 mm, West Brom. Coventry Wrexham 5.30 really interesting again Wrexham I'm surprised Wrexham aren't on I think they're on Welsh TV as you said they are on Welsh TV I'm surprised Wrexham aren't on normal chance to put Wrexham on on national TV Um, be a tough little game miss one for Coventry Wrexham aren't the normal non-league team Um, they've got a very good squad I think Wrexham could take the lead here but I think Coventry will come out 3-2 winners in the end yeah, I'm going 2-1 to Coventry. I think Rex must go, but Coventry will have too much for them. Palace Southampton. Yeah, um, I don't see Southampton getting anything here. 2-0 Palace. Fleetwood QPR. I think we see a bit of an upset here, Craig. I think Fleetwood at home. Very tough trip for QPR. This They won't enjoy this on the West Coast. It'll be wet, be cold. Although Neil Critchie is well aware, the former Blackpool manager as well. Yeah, Fleetwood fans will love putting one over on him. He, I, I don't imagine he's very well liked at Highbridge given his allegiances to Blackpool. Uh, 2-1 Fleetwood. Shock. Mm, one all draw, Grim. Forest Green, Birmingham. Not too far for Birmingham to travel here. No, Forest no. Green don't get many derbies. I think it's a derby, but yeah, not too far to travel. I think Birmingham are just too, too streetwise for Forest Green. Um, obviously, they've lost um, the striker, but Forest, Forest Green striker, the big lad, um, Connor. He's just left him, Craig. The former Sunderland guy. Gone, gone where? Uh, he's just left on free transfer, so he's in talks to a few. Connor Wickham. Got big Connor Wickham. Big Connor Wickham. Yeah, Connor. He was on a. He was on a. He was on a short term deal, so he's left Forest Green. He's in talks with a few League One champ and Championship clubs. He's gone there, got himself fit, and um, he's not playing for them in this game. Um, I think they're trying to keep him, but I think he's leaving. Uh, but yeah, Birmingham two street wise for Forest Green here two 0 Birmingham twelve thirty kick off this one at the New Line. 3-0 Birmingham. Gillingham. Interesting. They've had a lot of news around them recently, Craig. Have you seen their new appointments, Gillingham, they've just made? No. They brought in Andy Hassenthaler um, and also Kenny Jacket. They've come in as their director of football and head of recruitment to back Neil Harris. They also signed the striker from Crawley. Did you say that Crawley sold? Yeah. At least said about Crawley, the better. What an absolute yeah. shambles of a club that is. Isn't it? But they sold their leading striker to Gillingham. One of their, um, you know, one of their main threats going to a rival. Uh, Tom, you, Tom, Nichols, Tom Nichols went to Gillingham, it was. Is Tom he a YouTuber? Who, sorry? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, Crawley. Um, how, how did these guys pass the fit, fit and proper persons? They've sacked the new managers, uh, Matthew Edvington, after 30 days. But they do have a director of football in there who's... Making his decisions again, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on Crawley uh, when we come to him. Julian Moore, really interesting appointment, and Andy Hassan, Teller, club legend, Kenny Jacket, and and fair play to them, Craig. I did say Julian, invest in the club, and, and Neil Harris will keep you up, and I think he will. Will he have enough to beat Leicester here? No, this could be an interesting game. This one, Craig, I'm gonna say not quite a shock, but I think Julian might get a replay one all. Julian nil, Leicester five. Oh, dear me, Craig. 
Uh, what, what I'm trying to say, Grimsby Burton, 5.30 kickoff on the northeast coast um, in Lincolnshire, Cleethorpes. Interesting game, this one. Grimsby, PB Cup team. I think Grimsby book a fourth round trip, Greg. Me too. 2 nil Grimsby. 2-1 Grimsby. Hull City, Fulham. Fulham might have one eye on this cup competition. Yeah, I agree. Crowded, I agree. Danger. Hull, um, if Fulham pick a proper team, far too good for Hull. Yeah. 2-0 Fulham. I think Fulham do. against his former team, obviously. It is. I think Fulham do pick a, a proper team and win the game 3-0. Ipswich against Rotherham. See, there is a division apart from these two. However, I think Ipswich are a far better team than Rotherham. Totally agree. Um, and they will beat them 3-1. 2-0 to Ipswich Town. 8pm, Liverpool-Wolverhampton. It'd it, mm. it, it, like watching the two reserve teams here again. It's yeah. on TV. It shouldn't be on TV. Why is this on TV? I know. I think um, I think Wolves might win this one 2-1. I think if Wolves pick a strong team, they'll win this game, Craig. 2-1 Wolves. I can't I can't believe this game's on TV. We, we see Premier League games. It's, it's not even a, a strong Premier League game, this. Um, I know, yeah. I'm, re- I'm really sad this is on TV, Graham. Really sad. Especially when Chesterfield and Bourne were down. Yeah, get, get, get these guys and give them the money, put them on TV. We talk about mm-hmm. funding the football pyramid. We've got a perfect opportunity to help teams lower down the pyramid who've earned the right to play in this round of the FA Cup and we don't put them on TV. And there's going to be upsets. I think Bourne without Chesterfield, one of those yeah. teams will win their games. Graham, I, I, I tell cup, cup upset, as we say, tell a cup upset live on TV. You know, even and even if Wolves beat Liverpool, it's, it'll be because Liverpool put a third string out. Yeah, I'm angry about that, I, and because of that, I, I hope it's a nil-nil game, nil-nil. Yeah. I back you actually. Yeah, I hope we get the just desserts and get a nil-nil. Um, these TV executives, um, but Luton, Luton, we're going five thirty kickoff here. Um, yeah, no, Rob Edwards' team is starting to play some decent stuff. Actually, yep. Rob Edwards, fair play to Luton. They'll have far too much for Wigan here, two nil, if not more. Three, three nil to to Luton against a really poor Wigan Wigan side. Three o'clock kickoff. Middlesbrough hosting Premier League Brighton game. We're both going to Craig this weekend. Yep. Well done to Middlesbrough for dropping their tickets at least once this season. Um, interesting game this one, Craig. You can see this again. This is that conversation, Craig. Both teams could put reserve teams out. Both teams could put first choice teams out. Yeah. Um, I think this could be a draw. I think this could be a replay here. Brighton put. I think this could be a replay. One all. I think it all depends what team Middlesbrough put out. If Middlesbrough put a strong team out, I think they could win the game uh, with home advantage. If they don't, if 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 they're in any way, shape, or form disrespect yeah. uh, Brighton. Uh, and 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 this is this is not Brighton's first team. This is Brighton's a football club. Their squad, their recruitment has been off. Their the reserve team, their reserve team is very good. Their, their, their reserve team could thrash our reserve team, right? Um, oh, 100% different level, yeah. So if Middlesbrough do put make changes, put four or five squad players in, they'll get beat three 0 If they don't, then go strong. They'll win the game two one. Um, so to balance it out, I'll say one all draw. Uh, Millwall Chef United at 3 pm. Um, interesting, two good championship teams. Yes, again, it probably depends on the teams. I, yeah. I, do, I do wonder why would why did Chef United put a full team out here? I'm not sure the will, Craig. I think they've got again bigger fish to fry Me in terms too. of automatic promotion. So I'm gonna say Millwall 2 0 on the proviso Chef United put out reserve team as I think they will. Yeah, Millwall 1 0, Graham, for all the reasons you've just mentioned. Preston, uh, at North End Huddersfield. Uh, interesting one. Twelve thirty kickoff. Oh God, you can pay me to watch this one. <laughs> one nil Preston. One nil Preston. It'll be a dull game. Reading versus Watford. Twelve thirty. Interesting game. This one, Greg. You know, uh, Berkshire not far away from each other. Hertfordshire, Berkshire. And I think Reading get the better of Watford here. Two nil. Again, I don't think Watford will be too bothered here. I don't think Simon Billich will be looking to progress. Or if he oh. doesn't progress, he won't be too fussed. One nil Reading. Sheffield Wednesday, Newcastle. Um, interesting. Newcastle surely going for um, a yeah, strong club. team. Um, out. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, it'd be a good full full Hillsborough. It'd be a great atmosphere. So I can see why this one's on TV. Yeah, yeah me too. You've got, you've got one right. Well done. Um, I think we could see a shock here, Craig. Ooh, I think with that Hillsborough crowd behind them, two one Sheffield. Graham, I, I was looking at Newcastle through the week and they've only lost one game all season. 
Mm. <laughs> and they're not going to lose this one. They're going to. I don't think Isaac and Wilson play, but I think it's a. Well, although Chris would, Chris would actually is probably he, he would suit. He suits this game probably better than them too. Of course, he does. Three three nil Newcastle United. Shrewsbury Sunderland interesting game. This one Sunderland going down again. Does Tony Mowbray want to progress in the company? The owners probably do. Shrewsbury. It's a tricky little game, this one. It is as tricky we, for Sunderland. As I, we, we know how good Shrewsbury are. Yep. You're a big fan, huge fans of Shrewsbury. I'm sure you've warned Tony about this one. Um, oh. I think it's another another set of North East fans who aren't happy. I I do wonder if all North East, all three North East teams go out here, Craig, because I think Shrewsbury 2-1. And again, I don't think, I'm not sure we're suddenly put a, a full, full team out here. I suddenly have got some outstanding youngsters, and I wonder if we see some of them uh, yeah. get get a chance. They've got got a couple, Graham, um, and I wonder if both them get the opportunity to be involved in the game. Um, what are you talking about? Well, is it too soon for young Chris Rigg? No, I think he might be involved, Graham. Fifteen years old, I think he'll make his debut at the weekend. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe he doesn't start, but I can imagine him coming off the bench and 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 getting some minutes on the football pitch. Um, and I, I expect. Sunderland to go through 2-1 just yeah big good game it's replays isn't it I'm not mistaken there it's replays still isn't it for these draws yes do apologise I don't think it goes straight penalties just yet uh, Tottenham versus Porter 12.30 kickoff in the Liverpool Wolves bracket what on earth is this doing on TV what on earth is managerless Portsmouth of mid-table League One <sighs> going to Tottenham what on earth is this doing on TV Craig it's absolutely everything you said about Liverpool Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Four uh, nil Tottenham. You know, part of as we know the party company with the Cowleys, which we did speculate might be on the, yeah. the horizon. You know, Craig, we it hasn't been good enough to be fair. I know we don't like anyone losing thing, but parts of are just not they haven't performed this season. Um, and Tottenham's reserves are going to be a bit better than Pompey. Yeah, four nil Tottenham. Although it won't be a first choice Tottenham team. 5 nil Tottenham in a absolute not worth your license for that. Not worth no. your license for that's for sure. No. Uh, on to Sunday, Craig. We've got a few interesting games here. Um, you'll be wishing Steve Evans all the best as he takes his Stevenage team to Villa Park. Yeah, I, I'd love to see Steve on the sideline with Unai Murray. I don't think Unai Murray will know what's hitting, know what's hitting me, Craig. No, you have to, to send him a message about that. I don't think he'll know what's hitting me. That's gonna be, it's gonna be great fun. It's on the BBC. Uh, Villa, Stephen. I think it won't be an easy one for Villa, but I think as the Villa's reserves are outstanding, they have wonderful youngsters. Villa, yeah. and they'll be they'll be a mixture, and they'll have too much of Stephen. It's three one. I could see Stephen staying late, but three one at Villa. Um. Yeah, two 0 Villa Green. Uh, Bristol. You were thinking about an upset there, but then you thought oh, was, uh, common sense is that there's no chance. Bristol City, Swansea. This is Ashton Gate twelve thirty kickoff. This one, if you are attending. Interesting game. I could see a bit of football here. Um, pressure mounting on on Nigel Pearson at the minute. I don't. It's one of the games where I don't think cup results count, Craig. But I think if Bristol City lose this, it won't help him at all. Um, so I think I'm going to say Bristol City two one because I think he needs this result, Craig. Yeah, I think he needs it too. Um, one all draw though, Graham. I think uh, they'll cancel each other out. Oh, 2 p.m. kickoff here. Be oh, what an atmosphere here. Cardiff leads. Oh. They don't like each other. Great no. atmosphere. This one. Th- see, this could have been on TV, Craig. This would have been great on TV. Premier League. Yeah, this would be great on oh. TV. Oh, some of these people, Craig. Honestly, um, yeah, good game. This one leads. Again, this is one where I don't think Jesse Marshall put a full team out, but can he can't afford a really bad performance, a really no. bad result, Craig? No. Uh, but I think Cardiff with the atmosphere. Cardiff don't like Leeds. Leeds don't like Cardiff. I think Cardiff two one. I think it could be a shock because <laughs> I don't see Leeds putting a full team out. Yeah, I think it's going to be a result that neither team wants a one all draw. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, Derby Barnsley twelve thirty kickoff. Um, some might think it's a shock, but I don't. Barnsley two nil. I'm going to go Derby two nil. Grim. No. Um, Hartlepool Stoke again, another game that would be great TV game, Craig. Yeah, potential upset here. Hartlepool United 2 pm hosting uh Stoke City. Interesting game, this one. Two teams and all. I think it's a shock here, Craig. I think Alex Neil is again, he's in, he's in, he's on the hot seat at Stoke. He really is, and this won't help him. 2 0 Hartlepool, keep kill to get the best out of his boys on the northeast coast. 
Yeah, so M- Matty Dolan just gone back to yeah, uh, I love Matty Dolan. Well, Joe, it Bull. sounds weird, and a lot of people are going, What are you talking about? He's, he's always been one of my favorite players to come through the youth system at Borough. I saw his, I saw him playing the FA youth, and I've always loved him since I thought he was a lovely footballer. Yeah, he's a, so good luck to Matty. I've always thought he's a top little footballer. Yeah, he's got a, got a real nice left foot the way he strokes the ball around. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's cup tied, I hope he isn't. I hope he can play. Um, but yeah, the, that's a good point, I think. I, got... I, I saw them play. I, they won TV new point. They went in the second round when yeah. they beat Derby. But I can't remember. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, I can't remember whether Matty was playing in that game or not. You know, the one thing I will say is that Hartlepool have conceded 45 league goals this season, more than any other club in the Football League. So they're not going to keep a clean sheet against Stoke. Um Although Stoke sent halves are probably the age of Keith Curl, aren't they? <laughs> um, Hartlepool 2, Stoke 2. Uh, on to a big game, Man City hosting Chelsea on Sunday. Yep. I say a big game. We're going to see two youth teams. Hey, I'd, uh, hey, two very good youth teams, Craig. So uh, this is one of the games where if you do play the youth teams, I don't mind because you're exceptional youth teams. Interesting game, this one, Craig. I think we might see goals, but I'm going to say 2-1 City. Live on BBC One, Graham. What, why why do, why is this yeah. game on, on TV? Three yeah. um, 0 City comfortable home win. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, when you could have had Cardiff Leeds on the day and had yeah, you could have had Cardiff Leeds. You could have had Cardiff Leeds on. Could have had Cardiff. Well, Cardiff Leeds is on. Cardiff Leeds is on ITV. Oh, what, I'm I'm got that listed on mine. If it is yeah. fair play, it's uh, yeah. What, it's, what you could have had on Graham is Hartlepool Stoke. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but yeah, well, Cardiff Leeds will be one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh, Norwich versus Blackburn. David Wagner coming back to the um, Championship. Craig in charge of Norwich, taking over from Dean Smith, the former Huddersfield manager, landing on his feet here. He's taking over a very good squad. Craig, a lot of, a lot of managers wanted this one. Yeah, uh, hosting Blackburn. I think that yeah, I think they will get a bounce of it from the new manager and they'll win three 0 because I'm not sure Blackburn will put the full team out here. And again, I think John Dal Thomas in concentrating on that promotion push. Has he been confirmed as the new manager, Graham? Um, not officially, but he will be there. I'm told he will be there. But he, he will be confirmed. But it's two p.m. Sunday. He'll be confirmed by then. Right. Okay. Okay. Um. Look, I think um I think he's won the lottery getting the job. To be honest with you, uh, that's, there's not many managers coming to a job come with 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 that squad of players. That, with that squad the best in league is there. He, no, to be to be fair to him, yeah, he, he knows his way around. But yeah, um, whoever got that job was landing on a good situation. Yeah, I mean, Nor- Norwich, we've said this time and time again, have got the best squad in the championship. Although uh, the pressure's there, because he'll be coming in with nothing nothing else the promotion will do. Yeah, right? exactly. Hey, hey, Grim, and, and, and look, after he left Huddersfield, he struggled. He yep. struggled at Schalke, uh, and obviously he got, he got the sack at, at Young Boys too. Do you think Huddersfield, do you think Norwich was quite, um, no disrespect to Norwich, <laughs> Schalke are a huge club. I think Norwich is probably the right size club for him? Um, Possibly. Possibly, Graham, I think any any top coach going into that job would lick the lips, like you said, with that squad of players. Blackburn, I think, will mess around with the team again. I think they're, they're going to focus on the league. Norwich will win this 2-1. Oh, do you think Ben Burton Diaz gets, gets uh, cup-tied in this game, Craig? I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. Uh, Stockport versus Walsall is our last one on the Sunday, Craig. Interesting one between two League Two clubs. Good goals here. Um, 3-2 Stockport. I think the fans yeah. Ooh. I'm going to go goals galore, Graham. 4-3, Stockport. Uh, on Monday, we, Craig, we have Oxford versus Arsenal. Good game, this one. It yep. is on TV. I'm not sure yep. channel ITV, I think. Um, Oxford, not a great run of form against Arsenal. Arsenal play the youth team, and I think they will even... I think we'll be very impressed by Arsenal's youth team because I think they'll beat Oxford 4-1. 4-0, Arsenal. Uh, and that is there's no other games after that in the in nope. the FA Cup. So yeah, it'd be some good games. So enjoy those games if you've got them. Move on to League One now. We have uh, four games in League One, Craig. Um and interesting to say, yeah, my prediction of Plymouth going clear at the top has come true. You're clear of Ipswich going clear has not come true, Craig. And the, our league leaders, Plymouth, host Bolton one sorry, travel to Bolton Wanderers at three o'clock yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Interesting game, Bolton fifth. Um uh, Plymouth, I think they've done really, really even I I jokingly said they would go clear. I'm surprised by how that they're six points clear of Ipswich after that Christmas period, Craig. I think they have surpassed even my expectations of yep. what they could do over the new year. And uh, I think they go to Bolton, probably looking for some of these away games they can look for points now. I think a point will do them here, Craig, and I think they'll get it. One all. Yeah, I think 
I think Bolton win the game 2 1. Bolton on great foot, great run of form. Oh, you're really holding it against um, Plymouth now, aren't you? You're, no. You used to be a Plymouth man. I said, I like Plymouth. I just think that Bolton are going to have too much for them on the day. Even your dog agrees with me. Yeah, yeah, we're getting some there's some days, but we'll crack on Plymouth three uh, one <laughs> win. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm back in I'm back in the pilgrims. Cambridge versus Bristol City three p.m. Cricket kickoff. Craig. Yeah. Bristol Rovers having the mighty just got up in the Teesside Highland. He's been nominated for PFA Player of the Month and rightly so. Yeah. Um. Still eleventh. They're still not quite getting that form going out of the career. The in and out. Oh. We lost two games on the spin. Beat Cheltenham. Yeah. Um, Cambridge. Oh my heart! I think one all here. I think Cambridge gets something. I I think I think Bristol Rose going to win three one. Uh, Aaron Collins as well as as, as Josh Coburn are really showing good form up top for them too, and I think they they're going to push Cambridge into a relegation battle. Oh, to Charlton entertaining Lincoln, Charlton with new manager, um, Dean Holden. Yep. Dean Holden coming in, Charlton against the Lincoln and City team, pending mid table. These two, I think, with the new manager bounce, I think Charlton might edge this one, two, one, one all draw, Graham. Cancel each other out. Oh, to the mighty Morecambe, who, as we spoke about off pod, Craig, doing the might be getting bought out by a 20 year old millionaire. Um, he was at their last game, which was a mighty 5 0 victory over Burton. Beat 2 0 Accrington the week before. Obviously, I can't remember what type of defeat you said for them, Craig, but obviously, you said defeat because it is Morecambe. Yeah, now Morecambe, it's in Cheltenham here, Craig. Interesting, it, this is a big game for them now. Cheltenham lost to Bristol Rovers, lost three of the last four. I think Morecambe will have this one circled. I've been beaten the last two wins, and they should, yeah. The form table doesn't lie, Craig. Markham are coming out the bottom four here. They're going to beat Cheltenham 2 0. And the wow. Shrimpers are on the match. Three wins in a row coming up. Two all draw, Graham. Oh, come on. You, you just can't do it to yourself, can you? You just can't back Markham to win. Boo. And we're going to go to Markham one day for a game, aren't we? We and are I indeed. Ty- and I hope Tyson Fury is there to meet you and give you what you deserve. <laughs> Uh, a fairly full schedule in League Two. Well, we've got eight games, Craig. We've got an early kickoff. Salford Northampton. It's on Sky. Football again. TVP. You don't have to put Gary Neville's team on every time in League Two. You don't have to no. do it. They're no. not a good team. They're not a good team to watch. Don't put them on. It's really, really annoying. There's good it is annoying. Great. Great. There's good teams in that division who. There's, there's some great teams in that league too, Craig, who are not getting like like a Steve. Steve is late now. Fair enough, he did put that on. But there's other good teams in this division who are not getting the credit they deserve. But on to Salford, they're getting mid-table, lost to Bradford. You know, they are 11th in the league. They are what they are. Salford, they're a mid-table team in this division. Okay, so very good Northampton team. Yeah. Sam Hoskins has found form again. They yeah. beat late now, Craig. What a result that yeah, was. Yeah, what a result. What a result. And yeah, and they'll beat Salford 2 0 here. Yeah, Salford one, Northampton three. Ooh, yeah, good, good team, Northampton. Crew entertained AFC Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon on uh, again they showed good, good run of form at home. Craig AFC Wimbledon yeah. lost to Sutton last time, which I think we did predict actually. These are way they're not too far away from plus four points in the plus. You need to win this game if you're Wimbledon. I think they might two one Wimbledon. I think oh, actually my fixtures are wrong here. Quick, who have you got? Three, who have you got? Crew playing at three o'clock. One second. Crew AFC Wimbledon. Crew AFC Wimbledon. I've just got I had Gillingham crew down here for, no, for crew. Oh, because Gillingham's in the FA Cup. Oh, yeah. they were playing crew and it got switched over. Yeah, my yeah. apologies. Crew AFC. Um, Crew, yeah, so yeah, there we go. Harrogate taking on Col. Wow, here we go, Craig. Talk about six pointers. Oof. Harrogate, we don't think are getting dragged into this, Craig. But if they lose this game, they might get themselves dragged into it. They're both in okay form. Colchester beat Wimbledon last time out, Craig. Harrogate drew with Hartlepool, which was disappointing. They've been a good one form before that. I can't see Colchester winning here. Can I get a point? No, I'm going to say 2 1 Harrogate, being at home. They need to win. I think they'll get it. I think Colchester win here. I'll tell you the reason why. I think Colchester will go and sit, park the bus. Try and get a draw. Harrogate will come out and culture will score on the on the break with either a long ball or a set play. One nil Colchester. Oh, uh, late night in Doncaster Rovers. Late night in Class Act. Yeah, 
shock and, and, and they won't do unfortunately for Doncaster that that shock loss to Northampton. They haven't yep. won in three late um, late Orient. Back to winning ways here. Two nil Orient. Yeah, three nil Orient, big win. Mansfield Barrow coming up, seventh place Mansfield. Barrow dropped out of tenth now, Craig. Yeah. Uh, good great start of season. Yeah, they they really are struggling a little bit here. Don't wonder that having such a small squad catch up on them a little bit. But they've had such a good start of the season. But Mansfield will make them pay here. My dark horses for promotion. Um three nil Mansfield. Yeah, two nil Mansfield Grim. Rochdale entertaining in Newport, another big game at the bottom here. Rochdale. And, and and obviously we we spoke about Gillingham bringing in um, new owners, create new new managerial uh Kane Jacket and yeah and Hessenthal work upstairs to walking upstairs work working upstairs to Neil Harris who's coach. Gillingham are gonna you perceive Gillingham to have some improved results. So this is a huge game for Rochdale. Can we back Rochdale to get anything, Craig? I got joke. No, Newport two one two nil Newport two nil Newport. Um, Rochdale at home. Um, I think Rochdale are going to get a result here, Graham. Two one Rochdale. Uh, and yeah, they do need it. They do, they do need it, and and I think Newport and Crew are going to be are going to be okay. Uh, but I think Harrogate could get drawn into this. And I think Gilling are going to go down, Graham. Uh, I don't share your enthusiasm. They scored seven goals all season. Yeah, I think seven goals. Very very clever. I think they've done it at the right time. I think Gilling might. You know who. Two absolute legends in down down low leagues. No, I think the clever appointments in, but we'll see. We'll see. Obviously, in cup action this weekend, so ball best of in yeah. that. Tranmere is the final game. Craig hosting Sutton. I just yeah. I'm just checking. There's no games on Sunday. Just double checking. No, there isn't. No. Nope. Um, two disappointing teams for me, Craig. Yeah, Sutton, I agree. With fair, you. Although Sutton, to be fair, they've they've recovered a little bit. Sutton, the form, Craig, they've been disappointing, but they are second. Three wins on the trot now for Sutton. So you're you're Sutton night, Craig, are actually yeah. coming back up trumps. But Tranmere, one of the biggest disappointments, losing a crew last time. They're on a run. They should have kept that. I can't see Sutton losing this to former. In. I'm going to say one all, and I've been generous to Tranmere there. Yeah, Tranmere for me the most disappointing team in this division. Yeah, um, with the the squad, the manager, the the, the expenditure, the the fans behind the them, fans you know, behind them, stadium, the, money, yeah. the money that the owners put in, Mister Palios has put in a load of money to this football club. Try me with that. Try me probably argue. Uh, Bradford aside, they're one of the biggest clubs in this division, aren't they? Oh, try me and Bradford, the two biggest clubs in this division, Graham, um, and and both underachieving this season. So, in my opinion, um, try me will win this just two one, Graham. Cool. That's done. That's us done for the previous yeah, Graham, weekend. FA Cup a couple, couple of things, Graham, before we go, mate. Um, yep. A couple of sad things, really. Um, David David Gold um, losing his life this week. Obviously, terribly sad. And then the tragic news today that Gianluca Viali is oh yeah, sadly passed away, came up, yeah. which is um, horrific, horrific, heartbreaking for such a young guy. Um, Fifty-eight you know, was he? Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Yeah, we, yeah. we know he had a long battle with illness. Um, our thoughts go out to to his family and his loved ones. Um, just awful. Um, and we will, you know, I, I'll certainly think of the memories of Gianluca Viali. Uh, I watched him as a kid playing for Sampdoria uh, and thought he was sensational uh, with his long flowing black hair. And then when he arrived in England, he had the same haircut as me and uh, arrived at Chelsea and. Um, Probably back in, in those days, mate, I looked a little bit like him, as slim as him back then. Um, wish I could play like him. And what He was one of those guys that I think was part of a real transformational time in English football, Graham, when the Premier League really started to sign star players um, yeah. rather than, than also runs. Uh, we saw him as player. We then saw him become player manager. Um, he obviously beat our Middlesbrough team, didn't he? Our beloved Middlesbrough on several occasions, which uh, we'll forgive him for. Uh, rest in peace, Luca. Yeah, all the very best to him and his family. And uh, please enjoy your football wherever you are this weekend and we'll catch you again next week. Cheers, guys.